Princess Tegan Wu. We're three friends and a pup, popping movie cherries and falling down fandom rabbit holes with comical social commentary. Each movie we watch and review, at least one of us has never seen, while the others sass, snack, squeal, and snuggle Tegan. Hey guys, it's editing Megan here again, and you just heard our wonderful reaction to The Birdcage. Um, that was Nathan Lane saving the day. Um, so now we are back for part two. Um, if you guys missed it two weeks ago, we did part one of The Birdcage. And now we are back again, and we are joined by our special guest this week, Michelle Vigil. And so we have some fun commentary. Um, I think this is probably the most we have ever <laughs> ranted and uh, kind of gone down some conversation rabbit holes. So uh, hopefully you're here for that. And uh, yeah, so we are. We just wrapped up last time with talking about um, where all of the characters would get sorted in their Hogwarts houses, and now we are just jumping right back into a discussion of the characters in the movie. So sit back, relax, and enjoy our conversation um, about the Birdcage, the second installment. All right. Okay. Thanks. Bye. Well, and the whole deal, I like the paralleling between the two families in that on the like super right wing, like ah, this like moral, what it, what is the name of the, the thing that he coalition, coalition for moral order? Yes. The coalition for moral order. Like it's this whole facade they're putting on. None and of them actually booklet. Right. No one, some poor like secretary had to type that right, up. An intern. Definitely. Yes. Not paid. No. But like this whole facade of this like correct way of being or like this presentation when none of them actually live that way truthfully right and they can't they can't actually hold it up kind of deal and then watching you know kind of the caricature of that of you know um armand and val and trying to like reflect that back at them and it's just like yeah this is absurd guys like this whole thing super gross yeah I mean... And also, sir, you're going to get diabetes. <laughs> All the candy? <laughs> yeah. All that candy. Right. That's funny. Senator you think Keely's candy bite. was like yeah. a sub-in for heroin? Seriously. No. Yeah. Because it would have been the too yep. real component. Yeah. And that's his, like, that's the uh, graphic novel spinoff. Right. Oh, for Keely? Senator Keely and his... Coke college days. No, Coke doubt college. Was Senator been in He would have been in college. In the 80s. Yeah, yeah. in the 80s. Yeah. Oof. Oof. Right? Late 70s, early 80s. That's why I knew about getting tested. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Back then. There you go. He knew. He and knew. And also, like, throwback to the Broad City episode you just watched where they talked about, um, uh, I've lost all the names. Which one? The first one? Richard Pryor's dick. Oh, yeah. Him dipping his dick into coke so oh, he would delay yes. coming. Yes. When he was sleeping with Pam Greer. Yes. In the 80s. And she ended up with a coke buildup on her fucking cervix. Yes. Yes. What? Yeah. Whoa. I didn't know any of those things. Cool. Great. <laughs> Great. Also, just like, yeah. thing, you know, humans sometimes. 
That's very They make really weird choices. They make bizarre choices. Bizarre choices. Yeah, I don't understand any of that, but all right. I mean, right. Coke Dick, okay. Coke Dick. Yeah. Coke Dick. Coke <laughs> <laughs> Dick. Don't stop it. But I, I won't. Won't. Okay, okay, I won't. Okay, I'll just listen. Okay, great. Michelle has to take little Atticus out. That's He's awesome. got the diarrhea. Yeah, he's got an upset belly. He's got to go outside. Might have had some pond water. Oh, man. <sighs> that was absolutely a song. I was doing... I don't Sorry, know if I want to revisit that. Let's uh, uh, move let's on. move on. So move on, y'all. Wait, oh did, okay. <laughs> this has been the longest yeah. tangent. All right. Mm, it's amazing. Right. My list is pretty much done. So I'm sorry, listeners. Like, if you're not here for the tangents, I guess these episodes aren't for you. But for those <laughs> of you real who are, for you. <laughs> this is. I'm having an excellent time. <laughs> I am too. I am too. Um, That's good. Uh, Wait, should we talk about like the theatrics? Should we talk about drag? Yeah, let's talk about drag. Because I did say that in the... Because we open up in the drag show, in yeah. the drag club. The most diverse drag Yeah, that show. was great, diverse drag But I also show. feel like drag is naturally pretty diverse. Absolutely, yeah. Because, duh. Because... Because <laughs> that's how that works. Um, yeah, well, as with any Brie pick, there has to be drag represented at some point in the movie. Yeah. I think we've done everyone, everyone except the bodyguard, but we could count that because she's a queer icon. Well, I mean... And, and she gets you can, dressed up. Right. I was about to say, I feel like you can make the argument that any, like, serious international pop star does drag to some degree. Because right. that, like that level of performance, like, performative, yeah. over-the-top nature. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I mean, her, like, they mirror probably put in a similar thing. amount of time. Maybe, I mean... Obviously, maybe women. not doing it themselves, but yeah, biological yeah. women might make take a little. Uh, I don't know. That, that's a gross <laughs> generalization. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on. Oh my gosh. But yeah, we just start in the drag show, and it's a great time, and like everyone's feeling it, and there's an old couple celebrating mm -hmm. their anniversary there. Like it's probably like their 40th anniversary. Amazing. Yeah. 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 Right, and the Kennedys are there, people. but not Ted. Not Ted. not Ted. Not big enough to get like a free meal, but yeah, like related. Right, Armand is like so like. Mom's that's like, where. Your coffee yeah, I guess that's where I see the Southern a little bit too. Yeah, I guess totally, <laughs> totally. <laughs> trying to make connections. As a club owner, I feel like. Yeah. That's got to be his thing. Oh, know? right, because he runs a successful business. Yeah. And they're, they did say, like, at the end, like, we're in the middle of a bunch of drag clubs. So, like, there's competition right there, but Starina is really popular. So, clearly, yeah. they're good at it. And they're right. such a good, oh, they're such a good combo, man. Like, Armand and they're Albert. The cutest. I can't. <laughs> I, like, cannot with their relationship. <laughs> this is so... Fucking cute. Also, not like. Um, oh, Tessa just locked up. Oh, she's fine. She's fine. She's good. Um, but sh the the bait and switch at the very beginning of like. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's Val and Robin Williams. Yeah, it was Val and Robin Williams, right? It, so at the beginning of the movie, you're not introduced to Val as Robin Williams' son, and I was like, wait. Oh, are they sleeping together? And that's what you're made to believe. And then he's like, yeah, something, something, pop. And I was like, ah, what? Yeah. <laughs> oh, God. They really lead you on in the beginning. I was beginning. like, that's not a cool incesty lead-in, but okay. Well, but I wonder, though, if, like, we're set up that, like, any affection between men, because Robin, we know Robin Williams is, is gay, must be sexual. Yeah, that's true. And so then it's kind of turning it on you, like, oh, yeah, like, you that's thought, right? Yeah. That's a good point. Because, like, obviously when you know Game it's... Game of Thrones has fucked me up forever. No, <laughs> incest everywhere. Sorry. Incest everywhere. All our favorite characters die, and you don't trust anyone's death unless like, you literally see literally the decapitation. See yeah. yeah. Uh -huh. No. Um, Even if you see it, they probably aren't going to get brought back. Well... Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. too. Spoilers for everyone else. Sorry. No, those aren't really spoilers. This isn't going to come out until, like, 2020 to begin with, and... <laughs> Game oh, of Thrones okay. has been over for almost a year, guys. Um, so either see it or get the <laughs> fuck out. No, it's fine. Just we couldn't <laughs> add it to the pod, guys. It's too much, and Brie wouldn't make it through the first goddamn episode of Dog Dies. So no, no there's no spoilers. <laughs> um, 
No, I, and as like the film goes out, you know, like Val gives Albert a kiss in the morning. Like yeah. clearly they're a very like physically affectionate family. And so, yeah, I feel like the introduction of him like that in the beginning is kind of more so to be like, hey viewer, Check your like, check yeah. your expectation a little bit, you yeah, know. That is a good call. That's fair. Yeah. That's fair. But it does. It works. It works in the beginning for sure. You're like, oh man, oh no, and you're like disappointed because you're like, oh no, Robin Williams, you oh, are no, cheating on no, him. Don't cheat. <laughs> <laughs> Nathan Lane's the best. Yeah, exactly. That, that hardly is. is <sighs> that one's rough for me. It was rough. I hated it. Um. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, but then it turns out Val is the worst for so many other mm -hmm. reasons, so guys. So many other reasons. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. Oh, my God. So many things. I, I, did, I did want to mention one of the quotes. Um, I just literally wrote down dormitory slut. <laughs> uh, this is Albert's reaction when he finds out oh, In the kitchen with the exercise bike and the Turkish coffee. Yes. Right? He, and Agador Spartacus is very problematic. Oh, yeah. man. Those cutoffs, though, are not problematic. Oh. They're amazing. Could he just been... Whatever. Okay. <sighs> right, so he learns that Val has just gotten engaged. He's 20. He's like, he's throwing his life away to this dormitory slut. <laughs> <laughs> well, my favorite part is that, <laughs> right, Albert really does kind of have a, like, you need sorority I don't know. Slut, right? uh, uh, yeah, a little more, like, traditional uh, approach, like, and also understands, like, 20 is too young to be, like, getting that, you know, to locking it down. Mm -hmm. And is is looking out for Val, seemingly. Yeah, yes. But also, like, no slut-shaming, Albert. Like, yeah, like, chill the fuck out, Albert. They got tested, okay? Yeah, they sure did. They, Good job getting tested. They got tested. Everyone should get tested between ages 13 and 64. And for HIV. For HIV, at least once in your life. But you should just get tested regardless. Like, one of the highest STI rates of, like, age brackets is in, like, um, nursing homes. Because, you know, what else are yeah. you going to do? Oh, yeah, yeah. What so else are you going to do? Die, keep yeah. getting tested. Keep, keep getting tested. Yeah. Well, yeah, because, you know, you realize that. So I wrote a, a research paper on sex and um, the American teenager, like, in high school. Ooh. And... Uh, I read this book that it was called Use It or Lose It, of all things, <laughs> and it talked about how people who were aging, yeah. that as long as they continue to have sex and that, that they could go into, you know, until they die. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that needs to be a bigger conversation. So, yeah, that just needs to be a bigger conversation. I've done a lot of work with reproductive health in our fucking schools. Anyway, it's fine. And you do a great job, Megas. I actually just no, had a no. with folks in the community and they were like, that Megan Whitecast, she's so great. And I was like, I know, she's one of my best friends. No big deal. <laughs> <laughs> no, for real. For real. Because <laughs> so I get crazy and I like yeah, go ballistic. Because you rave and claw it out. So, and yeah. I'm like, let's talk about all the implications of your actions and I want to make sure my babies are safe and not stupid anyway because they're gonna be in your office regardless so they might as well be in your You're office without stupid. chlamydia you know no mm -hmm. i know i just got called by like two moms recently being like what and i'm like why does my kid don't. have chlamydia yeah, yeah oh. not about that they don't call it <laughs> clap anymore <laughs> <laughs> they still do they still do for sure oh god yeah oh, lord yeah that's stupid stupid babies so, I mean, Val and no Homegirl are smart about that. No babies, no. No babies, no! I still want that as a t-shirt. Okay, so right. You're know smart about that, right. but they're real dumb about this whole ruse. No, they're so dumb. They're so yeah. dumb. I mean, yeah, because she... They're changing the, like, Barbara. name immediately. Barbara. Not yeah. Barbie. Oh, yeah, we need to talk about their, like, Jewishness and all either. We need to talk about a lot Ugh. of things. All right. So, let's talk about Guys, Barbara. Guys, Can Barbara. we talk about Barbara? Yeah. Barbara. Okay. Barbara's the one who immediately moves into like cover it up political mode, and she's the one who like yeah, pushes what the, the first fuck domino. Is Barbara? She's a slither. I don't know. I don't give a shit about her. She's kind of <laughs> awful. No, Allie McBeal for you. Mm -mm. Mm -mm. I didn't, I didn't <laughs> watch that show. I don't give a shit about Calista Flockhart. Oh, I loved that show. For I did a while. not watch that show either. It was kind of bizarre. Oh, Allie McBeal? Uh huh. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, Portia de Rossi is yes. the hottest mm -hmm. thing on that show. I mean, come on. <laughs> she was like a power 
she was such a powerful woman. Yeah. I yeah. mean, she was a lawyer. She was great. She was in control. She, like, put yeah. all the guys in their place. Yes. She was amazing. So watch it for her and not Allie McBeal. Yes, exactly. McBeal <laughs> <laughs> was ridiculous. I mean, Fair she enough. was so... I mean, she really carried out that whole... Everything that... It's like... She was a caricature of a woman. I mean, yeah. it's mm-hmm. like... Yeah. I... I um, you know, I mean, she was so insecure and she was so... I mean, I heard something on NPR. There was some type of... I forget what... I don't know what the what the topic was, but they mm-hmm. uh, they were it was talking about women in the workplace, and this woman who was in her mid twenties mm-hmm. worked for a company in Silicon Valley, mm-hmm. and she did it was like a marketing thing, and it was a small company. There were twelve people in the company. They're all men except her, mm-hmm. and on her first day, they had this meeting, and she just pretty much was trying to fake it till she made it. Or made it, mm-hmm. and they all left this boardroom, and she cried at work. And it was talking about how women do that. And she was like, "How she still works for this company. She doesn't want anybody to know." And she felt so insecure and all of that stuff. And it reminds me of Ali McBeal's totally. character. So everything negative about what men think women. <laughs> Do under pressure. Mm. She did. It was always something like that. And then Portia de Rossi's character, I don't really remember what her name was, but she was gorgeous and powerful and smart and just really great. Like, I loved her character. Mm -hmm. I didn't really like Ali McBeal that much. Yeah. But watch it for Portia. Yeah, I thought (laughs) she was great. It was like, what a great example. You know, there's something about that, like, anti-hero thing with... uh, with pop culture now, um, you know, I think having like the lead character being this really fallible person, and then having almost their foil. I mean, have, mm-hmm. yeah, I mean, this is a thing that happens now, and I'm like, this is like Harry Potter is a great example of that. Like being <laughs> a dumbass, and then Hermione Granger comes in and saves the fucking day. But like every book, every book, every fucking book. Anyway, but I think that's a really, you know, it's a trope that that goes through a lot of different things. But I think having that really excellent character kind of bounce off your more fallible well the woman who saved the day was actually albert yes oh Oh my god bring it back michelle right yes excellent time albert really saved the fucking day though every time yes because it was going Ooh, like into the ground, into the I ditch. I don't understand why so they didn't deep. Yeah, say that. That ditch, that ditch was deep. Because I thought that's where we were going well, initially, right? Yeah. I was like, it, Albert, come in and do drag and be the mom. And yeah, save because the day. like they're but just white people that, from. Who, he didn't have that strength yet. So yeah. think about in the very beginning of the movie how Armand and everyone was kind of having to. They're all catered to that caricature of what yeah. all the thi- the. Flightiness and the insecurities yeah. and all of that of the oh, damsel really? in distress. Yeah. And then once Armand said, hey, listen, you are half of me and you yeah. have made me who I am. And That's I true. let me yeah. let's sign this and let's yes. really let me validate Hello. you mm-hmm. as a human being and let you know yeah. how important you are to me. And then that's when Albert, here he goes, well, you know what, fuck this shit. I'm going to go ahead and do what I do and dress up and drag. I can pull this off. Yeah. And, you know, he kind of came out looking like a blonde Betty Ford, really. Yeah. Yes. Right? Absolutely. He was like, like I a mix of Betty Friedan and Betty Ford. Yeah. yeah. Right? Because with really, the face. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. A little exactly. bit of a chin on her. did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But so, I mean, it. just came he right out and did that and he was... But was just thinking on his feet, and it was really oh, doing yeah. that. So he, was he really was. I know. I love. You know, save the day with drag. There was one more quote I wanted to bring always, up. always, yeah, <laughs> always save the day. With drag, well, and also sure. there's a takeaway of how that. right drag saves the day per and usual. And like literally in the end, yeah, right? drag saved the day for everyone. Everyone. Yeah. yeah. Everyone. Well, and again in the beginning, right? Like the whole crux of the ruse is that. Val think Val is like so close-minded to the idea that the Keeleys would entertain the reality of his home life that we must like 
stop and cover up and pretend that none of it exists. And Armand like buys into it because it's his kid, and you know he's also like thinking in this but like Barbie binary was the way. One that started this bullshit. She did. She pus- pushed the first domino for sure. But Val got on like real quick and yeah, was like, "Oh sure God, did. we had like he was not open to any other ideas of like yeah. how we could do this." Yeah. And the whole time it's like, "Well, we need a woman," and so then it turns into like bringing his you know birth mother into it when really you had the woman there the whole time. Sure she did. fucking is she the reason. She fucking killed it. The birth mother should have asked her mm-hmm. to decorate and do all the things because oh my like God. if anyone could have handled that it's her right but but mm-hmm. also i do appreciate the christine baranski drop in mm-hmm. yes oh and my being god able to have that her like bodybuilding office mm-hmm. and like mm-hmm. yeah totally and when she came in she completely adapted like mm-hmm. went on her feet and was like oh this is a shit show <laughs> and i am going to just kind of yeah, I'm not a shit show person, so mm-hmm. I'm just going to come in and just... Right? Yeah. And then she was like, once her son actually came to his senses, um, I don't know that I would have been... Stegan. Oh, Stegan. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if I would have been as, um, you know, <laughs> I don't know, accepting of his last moment. It's right, like in the very like, last little beat. Dude. I raised you well. Right. Much better than that. Yeah. But of course, that would not have been in the movie. Right. You know? what's, what, right. Sorry, what's the mom's character's name again? Oh. Kathleen. Katie. Mm-hmm. Oh, Archer. Yeah. Yeah, yeah Archer. Kathleen Archer. Mm-hmm. Oh, what a yes. great name. You saw that logo? Like a With lady Archer. Archer. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. Nice little, yeah, like, graphic-y print. Mm-hmm. Well, wasn't that her girlfriend sitting right next to her in the, at the wedding? <laughs> Maybe. Oh, Let's hope so. I would love that read. <laughs> it was, right? <laughs> yes. I yeah. hope so. Yeah. Yes, of it's course. canon now. Canon, canon now. now. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Listeners, yeah. if you disagree... Sorry. Keep it to yourself. <laughs> well, and, and, and instead of her girlfriend, it could have been her trans. I mean, really, because mm-hmm. yeah, she's totally. very masculinely dressed. Like but androgynous. Yes, kind very of. androgynous. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. But with a little... But with a, oh, you know, with a little flair. Well, you know, I'm really loving this read because... <laughs> She does say she's like in between husbands. He right. says some, he like yeah. puts out a number like four or five or something, maybe three or four. I don't know. That's right. It reminded me of Little Poppy from Pose. But look, I mean, you know, the hat on backwards and the curly hair. And yeah, I don't know. Just think about it. Interesting. Yeah. Mm. I, that's actually who I thought of. I mean, I would have not had that. We've been watching it all yeah. week. Yeah. Pose? I haven't seen that. On oh, Netflix? Yeah. Yeah. We just, we totally binge watched it. That's what we've done while Michelle's yeah. yeah. been here. We just fucking binge watched Pose. Yeah, it was. It's on the list. Yeah, so that's real drag. Yeah. I mean, that's really real drag. I mean, gorgeous, gorgeous women. Yeah. Yeah, I believe. Yeah. Yeah. It's really it's sad great. that it's people really have not, like, I wish that people could mm-hmm. have seen some of the things that I have seen in my lifetime and, yeah. and, and, and really seen the, the truth of it. Right. Mm-hmm. Like, I remember RuPaul back in the day. Right. Yeah. When I saw RuPaul at Tracks. I saw RuPaul at, at Charlie Brown's in Backstreet's in Atlanta gazillion awesome. years ago. Wow. What do you feel about RuPaul's Drag Race then? Yeah, kind of bringing... I have watched it. I mean, mm-hmm. a couple times. I haven't really... Like, I've not watched an entire show. Sure. Um, so I love RuPaul, and I love that his deal is now... It's all about love, right? Mm-hmm. Let's be positive. Let's do that. I, you know... Um... I think he's trying to get the, I mean, oh my God. You know, when you have, it's really difficult. I mean, if you've <laughs> he's ever, kind of problematic right now. Yeah. Yeah. It's, um, mm-hmm. it's like, you want to love like everything that he's done and like the space he's created. But then there's people like Sylvia Rivera and Marsha P. Johnson and like, 
and he and how he like came out against trans people and that well, that's just, a really common I well, might be behind the times on that well he essentially and I don't know how he's like addressed this since but because you know drag race is on its like 11th season now right yeah. like it's yeah, a, yeah, like yeah. it's like it's brought drag into like the mainstream and yeah. in some Which interview is great, right right it is. I guess that's what kind of I was asking more of the point of like how do you feel about like that representation of drag like bringing well brought I into say the mainstream. This. it's lovely that he's doing that mm-hmm. but what it does not show is you know there's a there's a dichotomy to life. You know, mm-hmm. everything that glitters is not gold. Mm-hmm. And so really all he is showing is the, the good glitter. Stuff. Mm-hmm. I mean, and there's such a sadness and a, um, there's such a, being a drag queen is very hard. Mm-hmm. I mean, the things that you don't get exposed, I mean, I know drag queens. Yeah. I have, you know, I have a, a friend who, um, so when Trax in Tampa was, you know, there, she was the only female dancer in the drag review. And that's because she was going to school at USF. And so she was taking dance and theater and that, and uh, mostly dance, because she was a, a ballet dancer mm-hmm. and modern dance and that. And so she choreographed all the shows. Yeah. And so she got all those drag queens to do that. And so you're... Like, if I were to show you pictures of the drag queens that she... I mean, they're gorgeous. Mm-hmm. I mean, gorgeous, gorgeous women. And I refer to them as women because that's how they live their lives. Yeah. Um, and so... But there's... I mean, there's a downside. Like, watching Pose this week. Yeah. Seeing um, one of the characters go to a... Um, you know, wanting to have silicone... You know, how they Mm -hmm. want to have curves and they want to have boobs. And so, you know, if you make a lot of money, then you can go to a a plastic surgeon to have that done. Or you have a daddy or something. Yes, somebody to do that. But if you don't, then there are people who go, that depiction of, do you want it done? Or do you, you know, whatever. And they're doing, like they made blood on the couch where Mm -hmm. they are... You know, doing things like a severely of, unsafe situation. Yes, right. exactly. And so, and then you know, and the the drag Even queen just, got sick. Yeah. You know, I mean, she lived, but she got sick, right? Yeah. So that happens. Totally. Spoilers, and right. so you see the things that they go through because they're right. on, they're marginal. You know, right. they're totally. they're completely. It's it's really sad. Yeah. It's sad, and I've I've, I, you know, I've admired drag queens and right. been broken hearted to hear that that they were victims of of abuse and even killed yeah. mm-hmm. totally by, you know and and so it's it's a hard thing so so i love that rupaul is bringing this to light but right. there's a there's another side to this mm-hmm. that is not really being discussed and there's such a hard side i think that's why i loved pose is because yeah. It is showing that darkness. But it was also, I mean, like, more specifically the transsexual. Like, that, because, I mean, a lot of the guys that are on... Right, because that's it. Like, who's on drag race, yeah. Yeah. Or, like, does not have to live their life as a woman or choose to always live their life. You know, because, like, a lot of the people on drag race... Totally, they live their lives as, as gay or, men. Well, they live but as they men, are, but, but they... Are, they're on hormones. They're taking estrogen, Not all of some them. of them. I mean, some of them are, like, you know, I mean, it's a spectrum, right? But some of yeah, them are yeah, trans, yeah. and some of them, the drag is purely, um, like, a performative expression as yeah. opposed to, like, a gender identity. Mm-hmm. Yes, yes, yeah. yes. Yeah. And so... interesting. Yeah. It's, so, back in the day, so... Mm-hmm. so so I can only speak to what I grew up with, right? Totally. And what I know. And so as a kid, my mother, you know, my exposure to gay men was like my mother had one of her best friends was like my Uncle Tommy. And he was like the quintessential drag. He was the quintessential gay man. Like he was, um, he had like um, his mother... He had an older brother, but his mother 
wanted a daughter when he was born. And mm-hmm. so be, until she, he was six years old, until he went to school, mm-hmm. she treated him like a little girl, dressed him as a little girl, didn't cut his hair. And Interesting. he was like my mother's best friend. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so she knew him. And so I, he's my Uncle Tommy. I, like, I never really thought, I don't, I, don't, I didn't know what gay was, but I mean, mm-hmm. I knew my, who my Uncle Tommy was. And he was a, uh, uh, a uh, interior, interior designer yeah. and blah, blah, blah. So all right. the, right. you know, always wore pastels, you know, all that kind of stuff, right? More feminine Stereo. expressions. Yes, very, mm-hmm. yeah, exactly. And then we had, you know, every hairdresser that, mm-hmm. you know, my mother, we knew growing up, or I knew growing up was a gay man and mm-hmm. I adored them, but you know, so I didn't, right. you know, that was my exposure to what gay was. But then as I went into going to the gay bars in my twenties mm-hmm. and being exposed to gay men, I mean, it was a completely different world. Mm-hmm. So I, you know, right. I don't know. I just, there's such a different, there's, you know, there's a beauty, there's a grittiness. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's really all about the human condition. I mean, you can see that in any, right? I guess, faction of totally humanity, right? Yeah. Whatever you're talking about. That's really interesting, though, to bring up the idea that, yeah, as it becomes more mainstream in this very specific way, it's not really recognizing the you know, atrocity and difficulty that it took to get there, right? Like, the amount of people that suffered for it to be in your, you know, like, on VH1, like, you know. It also doesn't deal with, like, the complexity of identities, too, which I think is what Michelle's getting at, and, like, some of that intersectionality that happens people, too, and, like, yeah, I I think it's it's hard in a pop culture setting, I think, to, to dive into all of those different layers of things, because... Pop culture, I think, is meant to be consumed at a surface level, and it's meant to be broad-reaching, and it's meant to be, you know, general population compliant, right? But I think it's a little tougher when you're dealing with issues that are very, very complex and very, like, ingrained in our society and all those things to then be able to unravel it and dissect it in a two-hour-long movie. movie. That's a comedy. <laughs> <laughs> That's not even trying to address, like, being right. gay and being able to kiss on screen. Correct. Oh, man. Yeah, can we talk about that for a moment, right? Yeah. Like, yeah. yeah. They, yeah, like, Armand and Albert are clearly, you know, the most, like, loving, stable couple in the show, and yes. they're, they're our main <laughs> characters, and they don't get to kiss on screen. Like, no. I feel like that's really indicative of the time that this was made, you know? Yep. Yeah. Like, oh, well, gosh. It would be interesting to know if they did, you know, because they always do multiple cuts. Yep. You wonder <laughs> if there was something where there they did do something and then they did a, they they did a focus group. Mm-hmm. Right. Oh, totally. focus groups happen all the time. Yeah. Almost every That's film, true. That's right? true. And right. Now, they to see how it That would be really Ooh. interesting. Didn't they do that with uh, the episode of Star Trek? Did you guys hear about this? With William Shatner and kissing a woman of color. Oh, oh right. They did kiss. Yeah, uh-huh. And that was the first inner... Like interracial couple to kiss on screen. Yeah, yeah, was yeah. yeah. Who was hot? I mean, totally. I had a total crush on her as a kid. Like I loved her as a woman. I mean, she was a she was great. I mean, I loved Captain Kirk. Yeah, mm-hmm. but he was kind of, you know, I kind of got over him after a while. And totally. Then, and then it was Spock. Was <laughs> yeah. my I'm like, yeah, literally, you know, your yeah, taste evolved. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, the thing is, is that really Captain Kirk was such a narcissist, right? Yeah. You know, he was the most I mean, I don't know, but I know. Be- he, he was the most famous narcissist before our president. And then, um, <laughs> right? And so, Not my president. I know. And I'm like, well, whatever. So, <laughs> you know, yeah. But I was, while you were saying that, yeah. I was thinking yeah. this when we were talking earlier, but back in the day, it was at such a simpler time, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I think about RuPaul, and I'm going to kind of jump back, but, and I think this is something that I, I kind of got off kilter but so it was very black and white for me from my perspective a very simple view that when you were a drag queen you were not all drag queens lived as women Mm -hmm. a lot a lot of them did but not all of them did Mm -hmm. and so 
if you were a drag queen, you could perform in a drag show, but the minute that you transitioned and you had your um you had the operation, you were no longer allowed to perform in a drag show, which is, that is very different. Like, I mean, when we were watching Pose, like, I was thinking of the reality of what I had been exposed to as a kid. Mm -hmm. Like, the ballroom scene is different than the drag scene. Yes, it is. Completely different. Completely different, which was eye-opening for me, because I'm, like, I'm, listen, I have been exposed to that. I'm like thinking in 1987, like what had I been exposed to and what I, what, where would I have been and Mm -hmm. what would I have been doing? Mm -hmm. You know? And so I'm like going, Oh yeah, I would have been going to tracks then, Yeah. you know? Mm -hmm. So I would have, I know what I was exposed to then. And I think about the bar scene and the nightclub scene in, in Tampa, which was very progressive even though it's a small town, I mean, even more so sometimes than New York City or bigger cities. And so, but I will tell you that, I, I, like, it was a scandal. I remember Lakeisha Lucky um, was doing drag, and she was a gorgeous, gorgeous drag queen. I mean, beautiful, beautiful drag queen of color. I mean, gorgeous. I mean, she would do, she could do, like, a Diana Ross. She could do... I mean, she would do. I mean, she would do the gorgeous, mm-hmm. statuesque. I mean, she was just amazing, very dramatic. Mm-hmm. Um, and so she had her her operation, her sex change, and then she became a woman. And then she every only because she was so beautiful and so loved and well respected. Yeah. Was she able to do guest performances at tracks right. or at other places? So she had to, I think she had to go to lower end bars that were not as, like, you know, she'd go to the carousel, which was... One of the sticklers for it, yeah. Yeah, well, because, yeah, because it was like a low rent. That was like, right. That's you know, so interesting. Horrible. That, like, within the community that yes. there was that yes. kind of distinction. Yes. And then Isn't that something that's come up in RuPaul's drag no, race. No, no, RuPaul, and which would make sense because okay. RuPaul obviously was doing drag during that period of time. Oh, and, uh, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Like, I'm pretty sure this yeah. has come up recently. They would have yeah. probably yeah. competed against each other. Yeah, right. Totally. Like, yeah. I totally. can totally. Uh, yeah, I should ask Terry about that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I remember after she ask had... Ask him about Waterworld Ballet, if he's still... Oh, up. I will. Because <laughs> Bree's still be. into it. I I'm ready, whenever he, he is. I think he would be. I'll right. ask him, I'll ask him. Well, so Lakeisha, she, to make money, you know, she um, she actually, she stripped at, um, at Mons Venus. So Mons Venus that's is a... spaceship a, club. No, that's that's uh that was Odyssey two thousand oh, across the, that's <laughs> right across the street though close, um but um Mons Venus uh-huh. is um excuse me one of um it's a totally naked women's dance club mm-hmm. and so you know they are very you know the women I've only been there once I it was under duress again. <laughs> <laughs> Like I was the sober one. Yeah. I mean, I've been to plenty of strip clubs, but <laughs> she wouldn't choose. I would not choose. That's like oh, where okay. you know everybody is drunker than Cooter Brown, and you're the only sober one. And I'm like, oh my god, Sorry, you know, where everybody's like, oh yeah, everybody got their love there. You're like, really? That's where you want to go? And so you take it in there. I'm actually amateur. I'm Well, I've actually taken clients there. So, so, yes, Michelle is like the opening credits of the Associates. Oh my god, so true. Yeah. Oh man. Full circle. Except for she's like, instead of, you know, like, check out my implants, she's like, Let's yeah. do this, boys. Yeah. Get those dollars going. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll get more attention bills. than all you bitches. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And that is problematic in and of itself when you walk in with, you're the only woman with a bunch of men. Oh, and yeah. And they're like going, what? And you're like, oh, good Lord. Right. Yeah. Yeah, because you don't want to go on your home turf. Right. Right, yeah. 
I mean, you might, you know what Chips I mean? Chips from the shop. Who knows? Yeah. So don't take yeah. clients to your home turf yeah. strip clubs. Yeah, you don't want to, yeah. Take them to the tourist trap ones. <laughs> right, 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 yeah. So, but what's really interesting is if you know that Lakeisha Lucky is one of the things, and they're like, I'm like, yeah, give her money. Yeah, give her all your and money. And you're like, yes. and secretly, you know, yeah, she used to be a man, and you are all over it right and you have no you idea of course you are because oh, god damn yeah. right like, yeah so, she's, okay. good. she's yeah. a lot of woman yeah yeah, yeah. and yeah. also yeah. she so. works hard for that money. yeah 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 and then and you better treat but her she, she works hard for after it. that she must have yeah. met someone because now she's no longer lucky she lucky she i believe she's like blanca or bianca i can't remember but she got set up just like in pose like she she had a rich daddy who mm-hmm. bought her a house and set her up, and she was Dang. done. I mean, we might need to happen. split off and have a drag queen slash trans life podcast. And then we should talk about it. Yes. Oh, but, I, I mean, I have a lot more thoughts, I but I'm, we it's can, also we digress. pretty We did. Let's, let's move <laughs> on. Digress real hard. <laughs> real hard. Like, oh, I know. I'm like, well, we already have a big ending joke. We're leaving for out at like a really ridiculous time tomorrow. So, Love you. I gotta jive in the morning. So, <laughs> so um, wait, Megan, what are your final? What are your final beats? I just have one more thing that I wanted to say. Um, the only other quote that I wanted to bring up was, "I just never realized John Wayne walked that way." <laughs> oh my gosh, <laughs> that was pretty funny. So, I'm clapping, but not for starting the pot. No, yeah. uh, no, it was for um, yeah when Robin Williams was teaching. Nathan Lane how to be a, a masculine presenting man and oh my god yeah was... you're a great performer I'm a great director we have five hours like, <laughs> we got this we got this it's gonna be fun well, hustle in right yes and he's like all right I'm gonna help my partner like I, we're gonna figure this out yeah. yes and oh my god the woman and that too. one bitty just yeah. looking on being like what <laughs> Ladies who lunch by herself yeah. with her sequin hat and her sequin jacket. I'm pretty sure they were matching. Yes, yeah. absolutely. Oh absolutely. God. I mean, they were different patterns, but it's fine. Mm-hmm. They were similar in color. <laughs> Sorry. Color palette? Similar. Um, yeah, so that was my only, that was my one other thing I wanted to bring up. But uh, my final takeaways, I loved it. Um, yeah, definitely some things that weren't, you know, the best with age, but... I did really enjoy it. I thought the comedy was really funny. The I think you brought up Cista, the physical comedy. Oh man, there's I, so much physical comedy in this and movie. It's really well done. I, I think really that's also it. the crux of the play. Yeah, yeah, that would make sense. That would totally kind of make sense. Yeah. Billy, like, yeah. I enjoyed the hell out of that. So, good job, team. Great pick. I really enjoy that. Yay! <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Would watch again. Would watch again. Would binge watch. Yeah. AA round watch. I would. Yeah, I would definitely watch it with Aaron. He would love it. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, AA round. definitely throw down on that one. He'd be like, yes. Yeah. Also, whenever everyone's ready, we can just throw down on. Well, we'll have to do a couple more pods, but <laughs> then we can just throw down on like drag queen days. Drag queen day. Nice. Yeah, maybe that's Patreon specific. Yeah, we could do Pod. some Patreon specific stuff. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Drag queen stuff. Over well, but also, I mean, like the, watching all the movies. Because we've got Priscilla Queen of the Desert. You've got to see Chu Wong Fu. Oh, that's a great movie. Oh, oh right. yeah. that's a wonderful movie. <laughs> oh, my right? God. I right, love right. That. Yes. Oh, Patrick I, Swayze and right? Maybe mm-hmm. Michelle has to call in for that one, too. Oh, yeah. You're going to have to call, call in. I love, love, love that movie. It's a magical movie. I think it's much better than The Ring Dancing. It's a really different movie. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I think he's trying to achieve different things. <laughs> oh, oh, my God. But listen, if I had to choose one, you're like on a desert island, which one would you watch over and over again? Definitely. Too Wong Fu. Yeah. If you only got... The choice of the two. Yeah. yeah. What if you got Ghost, Dirty Dancing, and Tu Wong Fu? Well, no, I'd still go with Tu Wong Fu. Yeah, I mean. of course you <laughs> fucking would. Because yeah. I mean, that's you know, the only right I choice. Did think, I'm like, well, <laughs> I, I did think, let me just think in my head, I'm thinking, 
thinking, oh, Ghost Lord, was like, I was just giving you And Whoopi Goldberg's in it, but oh, that's still. That's I mean, come on, you gotta, I mean, really. That's, Wesley Snipes. Yeah. <laughs> that's amazing, love it. No. Right. Wong Fu is the only right choice. I, which, of course. Yeah, yeah, you I know, knew you would, do, I knew you would score high on this test. I know. <laughs> okay, cutting in again. Final thoughts on Birdcage, other people. Other folks? Yeah, what do you guys I mean, I really do. I will say, yeah, some of, like, some parts of it have not aged well, totally. But I really do enjoy how much it brings up about, yeah, like, all of the people in it are flexible. Like, Armand, you know, like, he did. He had a sexual encounter with a woman. And, like, you know, but ends up And that was a... Right? And, like... That was an interesting how they... They were... Yeah. It was also interesting how he... He played to that. To her... Yes. And brought that in. Yes. Like, he really kind of said, let me... Let me get into that emotional... Let me kind of... Yes, let me come to this space and connect with you again. Like, where... Yes. And let's really share that. Mm -hmm. And... By the way, I need your help. Right? Totally. Yeah. Yeah, But, I mean, they... That was, like, right off the bat. Uh Uh-huh. He was, like, really up front, and then I think they just kind of... I don't know. Yeah, she's an upfront kind of person, right? Yeah. Yeah. She was great. She's a great like, Yeah, whatever. Right. I like her. Yeah. Absolutely. I did this stuff. Whatever. And, like, the nostalgia of, you know, 20-some-odd years has got to be kind of cool, too. And to, like, right. know that you both helped each other into the lives yeah. that you were meant to have. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's we get all this. Powerful. We got all this from, like, three minutes, guys. Yeah, that's Like, so it's really... But well also yeah. the... Um, it, Jesus, and character development. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I was like, oh, the character development, the storytelling, Cease's gonna love. <laughs> yeah. That's so good. Yeah. Um, she also, I really appreciated about her character was she always asks about Albert. Yes. I do love Totally. That. Mm-hmm. She understands, yeah, like, really and that, like, she is the, very, like, clear. Yeah. And that the, Although like, Albert the does not see that. <laughs> right. That the situation is complex. Yeah, but he's so, again, just, he was also. Because he's not invited to the table for those things. Right. Yes. Exactly. That's what exactly. Well, he's never great. Why? Because, like, performing for. for Albert so would have been cool so nice to, do to see, a, right? not yeah. like a prequel, but a postquel, right? <laughs> yeah. To see, like, don't you think Albert would developed. be a much right. different person? Albert you... epilogue. Yeah. Right. Like, well, like, what if she comes to, like, to be Thanksgiving Starina? now or something? Yeah. Do you know what Aww, I mean? That like, would be sweet and stupid. Right. Yeah. But just, and also, too, that, like, right, she is, like, some more, like, I mean, she's so upfront and she's so in charge. Like, those are really masculine qualities, right? And mm. then there's like and she owns the bodybuilding yeah, empire. Exactly. Yes. And like Albert, yeah, like has a lot of femininity going on, but also doesn't really want to live as a woman, but can totally make that work. And I don't know. I just really like the flexibility in like gender and sexuality and that like this going movie through the market. gets into. Yes, and everyone loves mm. him. Like he's the star wherever he's at. Like and and everyone values. Right, him. and when Val, when Val was so trying positive. to tamper him, yeah. yeah, that's when it wasn't working. And when we just like allowed Albert to like take the stage, oh, that's when everything gets saved. And of course, Albert charms Mr. Right Wing, like yeah. Senator Kerry, like gets yeah, compared course. to Rush Limbaugh. Yeah, yeah. yeah sure. I got this. I yeah. perform for white people on their anniversary. Exactly. Right? Yeah, exactly. He knows. He, he knows can read. Who is he, he, he the, the Kennedys come to He's see. He's a great reader. He yeah. reads right. the goddamn room. Mm-hmm. Oh, yes. Monster Mash. Yeah. Horror at reading the room. He'll never live that down. Sorry, babe. Love you. Monster Mash. At one Halloween, he, yeah, there, we were hanging out at our friend's house and. The, the night kept, was ending. The, the, everybody was done. Literally, people were falling asleep on the couches around us, and we were at a friend's house. And I was like, "Honey, we gotta go." And he was like, "Monster Mash again!" And he's like the most introverted person. He never does that. Yeah. He's the I I I. Uh, yes. I yeah. Yeah. Yes. For that. some reason, but he, he had was, on a mask, right? He. I don't know what Monster Mash on. really just, brought it out. Like, feeling it. I'm and, hanging oh. out. We're doing Monster Mash. It's Halloween. Everything's great. 
And I was like, we have to go. Everyone's done. Get your things. We're going. And then I said, read the room to him. And then never more has he been read the room able now. It's true. Oh, that's so that's funny. Also, so I made you sing story. Monster Mash at karaoke, Kachioki. That's Thank true. Thank you did. I no, I tried to, but then oh, it didn't work. You everyone didn't do else that. Was like, I, I wasn't reading the room. Yeah. <laughs> and did you Accurate do your depiction? Yes. <laughs> what did you do for karaoke? Um, I tried to make her sing Monster Mash. Yeah. Oh, it wasn't Lord, happening no. though. Yeah, mm, wasn't happening. Something should never be done. <laughs> Michelle also hates karaoke, so you're not a fair judge. Mm. Oh, that's, that's interesting. Yeah, yeah. Over hates it. It. Okay, I that's a conversation for another day. I'm really drunk and I'm doing all the karaoke. <laughs> <laughs> and Michelle was yeah. like trying to talk to Deb on the couch. I know, and I was like, that was fine. We had I lovely conversations. <laughs> It was great. I'm so sorry I missed this guy. Uh, and my dad sang karaoke too. Stop it. Oh, so did Sarah Valentino. Oh, she did. She did. He did Elvis. He did my, yeah. Uh, it turns Elvis. out we have the same karaoke song. Of course we do. Hilarious <laughs> and awesome. Yeah, so it was Brie and I's birthday this past weekend. So that is what Which is going to be a long time from Oh, so many years yeah, yeah, yeah. now. So this is going to date that episode. Yay. Real quick. It's not summer anymore, I'm sure. Although it's not like it was summer on her birthday either. No, yeah. no, it fucking snowed. snowed. It was Snow in June, y'all. We live in the mountains. This town is garbage. Gross. I don't want to talk about it. Gross. Everyone's mad at Mother Nature. It was really beautiful today, Listen, though. She's pissed off at us. Yeah, I mean, that's, that's, that's very how she should be mad. Up. Yeah, she's no, like, she should be. She goes, yeah, she climate change. Fuck you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Fuck you. Look what you got and did. Well, Your actions have consequences. Look what yeah. you made me do. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Lovely. That was perfect. That was perfect. <laughs> On that note, I think we'll go ahead and wrap up. Unless wrap anybody up. else has uh, any final no. thoughts. Magical. I mean, I'm, we have a lot of thoughts, but I think we need to include them all. This, this, these episodes are going to be way longer. It's fine. All right, team. Well, we, we love you, listeners. Thank you so much, Michelle. Thanks so much Thanks for, for being yeah, here. Yeah, it was my Michelle. pleasure. We my honor. You. Thank you so much for uh, having me, and, and, you know, it was great. I'll, anytime. Yeah. Well, if and we watch Too Long Fu, we're definitely going to call. Yeah, I got to tell you. I feel like I'm on NPR, and like I should say, no, thank you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it was my honor. We'll so take great. it. Yeah. You know? This is exactly like NPR. Yes, <laughs> of course. That's exactly we what they can. Just as many listeners. Yes, yes. We should send this to Joshua Johnson. Oh, hey, Josh. E1A. 1A. Shout out. He was yeah. just an Aspen, although, again, dating. Yeah. dating. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. Well, thanks, guys. All right, team. Thank you so much. We love you all. Dream team. Okay, bye. Trans Lives Matter. It'll be Star Wars. Black Trans Lives Matter. Do you clap so you know when it stops? <laughs> just go ahead and stop your sound. We stop it now. Oh. No, it doesn't matter. I just have oh, to we have stop. Thanks for listening, y'all. You can follow us on Instagram at wait, you haven't seen that. And also check out our website for some sweet, sweet merch. And if you want to see the circus in action, become a Patreon member for exclusive reaction videos and extra Princess Tegan content. If y'all were here for the shitstorm that was our pod, please give us a five-star review on iTunes. Tegan Wu sure would appreciate it.